You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Happy hump day, everybody. You know what time it is. It is that time for the weekly dish of the rumors and news. Vixter, there was a lot. After doing some research online, coming back from Whiteman Air Force Base this past weekend. While you were driving, you were doing some research? Yes, I was. And how exactly were you doing No, I was not. I was not doing any driving. (laughs) Just checking. Spent the weekend working, didn't have any opportunity to actually, well, I had opportunity, but at night, didn't feel like it. I was just exhausted. needed to sleep. I did. I, I, I was extremely exhausted. Busy weekend. Went by super fast, though. But uh, pulling up some stuff on the headlines on the news, there's quite a bit. Quite quite a bit of great stuff out there. And oh, I, have, I know. You see this packet right here. Some that I, I left for you because I figured you would do it for sure. First uh, headline I want to share with you, price increases on minivans and parking at Walt Disney World. You saw this out there, right? I did. And we knew it was going to happen, but my... My bigger concern is, now that they've raised the price, that's just further fuel for them to say, no more Uber, right? Yeah, I thought of that. and But they did um, extend it to more resorts. Did you have that in your report? Uh, No. Yes, there's a lot more resorts, including Pop Century. So if you wanted to try that so you can let us know how it is when you're there in June, you could do that. I'm not. I'll, I'll Uber it. It's so much cheaper. I know, but it's just for the, it's for the show. You got to give it for the team. How about I creep on another family that is taking the minivan and take video, <laughs> hop in. Like, hey, can I get a ride with you guys? Can we pretend I'm part of your family right. just for long enough for me to ride in this lovely minivan? So beginning immediately, by the way, Vixter, a ride in one of the most popular whimsical minivans will now run $25, listeners, which is up from 20 so an extra $5. Uh... Also, parking, by the way, is going up as well. Regular parking has increased from 20 to 22. Preferred parking has increased from 40 uh, to 45. There was a lot of increases this week. Walt Disney has raised their prices on tickets and annual passes, which, you know what stinks? I went to buy my tickets on the 8th while I was out at Whiteman because they're cheaper. And the lady that runs the joint to sell tickets for military members for the park hopper passes was sick. And they don't reopen. And I forgot to call her today. Oh, man. So, yeah, I totally forgot. I was so busy today. So she was sick. Now I'm going to have to call her. And I'm going to be like, all right, where's my extra, you know, $10 per ticket or whatnot. So, anywho. So this is what we got. This happened last Sunday, listeners, on February 11th. Walt Disney raised their price of both the ticket park tickets and annual passes. A single day park to the Magic Kingdom is going to increase 
on value days from 107 to 109. On regular days, we're looking at a 115 to 119 jump. On peak days, 124, jumping up to 129. Single-day tickets to Epcot, Disney Hollywood Studios, and Disney's Animal Kingdom will increase on value days from 99 to 102. Regular days from 107 to 114, and peak days 119 to 122. Now, park hoppers are going to increase on value days from 162 to 164. Regular days from 170 to 174. Peak days 174 to 184. So we're just skip counting here by four extra bucks, by the way. Pick up on that first grade math, Vic. That was, that was impressive. <laughs> uh, super impressive, you know? Yes. So I'm sitting here and I'm reading this and I'm like, why? I should just tell the listeners it's all going up by $4. Well, except for some of it. Disney World, correct? That's just on the park hopper passes, though. The other ones are going up more than $4. Like, you know, regular days, the Animal Kingdom park pass going up seven. But anywho, multi day park tickets will be increasing as well. So this is like my tier, right? Uh, Two-day park ticket will increase from 199 to 209. A three-dayer is going to increase from 289 to 305. Florida residents will see an increase as well, so you're not off the hook there, Floridians. They got you hook, line, and sinker too from 199 to 209. Four-day tickets are going to increase from 350 to 380. And for the Florida residents, the uh, four-day tickets are going to increase from 219 to 229. The five-dayers, now this is what I purchase, okay? They're going to increase from 370 to 395. I purchased those, well, you can get a military discount. I'm not, geez, it sounds like I'm being super conceited. I'm not trying to be super conceited. I'm just saying, here's how much of a discount you get if you're a veteran or active military, which is great what Disney does. So 370 to 395 so $395 for a five-day park hopper pass. This is great what Disney does for veterans, so good on them. Brad, can, you, can you put in a clapping sound here, Brad? I only pay roughly around 220 But you give of your life and time, and you're gone from your family a lot. That is, yeah, that is the case. Um, but you know what? As much as I, I am, um, it's getting harder and harder with Colin. So Colin is at the point, you know, he's going to be seven here in about a month or so. He is, it's really affecting him every single time that I leave. Right. He is bawling his eyes out saying, why does the base need you so much? You're gone all the time. It's been getting harder and harder. Um, it, it's kind of an odd feeling. I feel guilt when I leave. And it, Sorry, listeners, I know we're getting totally off track. I feel guilt when I leave, but I feel like a sense of... Um, like it's my duty. Like I, 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 ha- I just said duty. <laughs> like it's I my responsibility, it. you know, right. to do this. So, and then once I'm there and I'm working, I have a sense of pride in what I do. And I, it's just, I'm part of the bigger overall game, you know, doing my part as a citizen. And that's how I feel, right? And I would think that part of that has to do with the fact that you're respected at that job. Oh, instead of what, here? <laughs> Let's get back to uh, park hopper options. Uh, Two-day park hopper pass has increased. Uh, let's see here from 274 to has increased. Excuse me, the park hopper a- options, excuse me, have increased as well. A two-day park hopper ticket has increased to 274, and a three-dayer has increased to 370. Two-day park hopper plus ticket. Okay, so that's with the re- water resorts, right? are increased to 299 so it's going to run about 300 bucks. And the three-day park hopper pass plus, so still going to all, you know, like Blizzard Beach and all the that cool stuff, is jumping up to 395 
uh, Walt Disney World annual pass holders, okay? So I've thought about buying one, and for the military, just last week, they were $800 for the military for an annual pass. And that was like, it wasn't the plus, but it was the tier right below it. Uh, Walt Disney World annual passes have also increased purchasing, if you purchase, Vixter, a new silver pass, right? It's increased from 419 to 439 The gold pass has increased from 500 uh, 59 to 589 The Platinum Pass from 779 to $849. The Platinum Pass for Florida residents, by the way, has increased 679 to 729 The Disney Platinum Plus Pass has increased from 869 Sorry, so that's what that was. For the Disney, I believe the military discount for the Disney Pass Plus went from 800 to whatever it's going to be now. But it, it's, it's, it went from the original price from 869 for regular residents to 949 That's a huge jump well here's the thing that i think is interesting is they also released the disneyland prices right but they had some that didn't change and they had one that actually decreased did you see that so i see the premier passport though for our dl individuals has increased uh from one let's see here uh access to the parks at walt disney world resort and disneyland resort excuse me has increased from 1439 to 1579 but i'm saying like the one park ticket no i uh no i don't know the one day park ticket it did not change for adults or children which i thought was interesting because i thought they said that we they were going to increase everything was going up and the other thing was there is a park hopper value season adults decrease from 157 to 147 it went down ten dollars and so did the children's ticket which i thought was interesting because they were saying that we were going to get increases and i just happened to notice that when i was looking at it so here's the thing you know we all heard rumors that this was going to happen and they they pretty much do this around this time every year every year but it really they threw down the gauntlet on this one this is a huge jump uh and increase now so ironically disney at the same time released their first quarter report which shows an increase in revenue but they fell short of their estimates. So they're still making lots of money hand over fist, but their estimates were off. I guess they expected to make more in the first quarter and it just didn't happen. It's kind of ironic that these increases happen at the exact same time. Yeah, whatever. But uh, Disney does it every year. They stick it to us, but we still keep going anyway. Uh, at some point though, at what point, Vic, do you think people are going to say, you know, I'm just priced out now? I, I used to be able to go, but really, it's not the resorts that price you out. It is the tickets. Right. But what it doesn't say on here is when they package it up with the room and the tickets, when you're doing that online, when you're booking your vacation or right. when you're booking your vacation through us, um, then you don't notice it as this huge thing. It's all packaged up. Well, it's bundled, right? Right. But you it decreases every day that you add another day to your park ticket. It's much better than if you had to pay for it outright. And you were staying off property. Right. True. So, I don't know. So, if we haven't lost you already, listeners, I know that was a lot of figures to go over. But, uh, Vixter, what else do you got? So, this was interesting, and I was killing myself laughing, because if this was Brad, he would be livid. Caribbean Beach puts out this article this week that says that there will be no hot water February 13th from 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. They will not have hot water, and the pool will not be heated doing because of the construction and brad's like and i'd be saying put me up in another hotel for one night because i have to have my hot water and i said well honestly you didn't get up a lot of days before 6 a.m so as long as you took you know what i mean like you could work it out but i thought that was i hope that people knew about it ahead of time don't you know there's going to be some people that are angry about that i'm sure like on your way down people probably didn't know but i'm sure there were signs posted everywhere i'm hoping so because i think that could be a 
There are signs posted Big everywhere. controversy. There are signs. I bet you they left. I bet you they even left notes on every door. Every every entryway and exit, I bet you there's friendly reminders, right? So you Maybe. can't miss it. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Pixar Pier to open June 23rd at California Adventure. I saw that. It right? came out and at D23 Japan. Yes, it did. Now, I thought this was supposed to be coming out in April. That's what you had said. Right. That's everything I had researched. Anyway, June 23rd for all of our California IA listeners out there. The Incredibles float joining Paint the Night Parade. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Did you see all the characters that were going to be adding it, adding to it? I didn't see all the characters, no. So, you know, your favorite last girl and Mr. Incredible and Frozone. No, but they also said that they were going to have, uh, oh, the guy at the end of the first one. I can't, I was going to remember his name, Mole something. Do you know what I mean? We know what you're talking about. Yeah, that character. And then Jack-Jack, Violet, and Dash also are supposed to be with that float. Outstanding. That will be fun. I want to see the costume of the mole digger, though. That's what it is, right? Something like that. You know that guy that puts on that metal suit at the very end? I can't remember, honestly. Honestly, you need to go watch Incredibles before Incredibles 2 comes out. I obviously have to. Joey is dying right now. He's like, Mr. Iman, you're letting me down, not knowing. Did you read up on Star Wars, by the way? I did, but I knew that. I have it on here, but I figured you Go ahead. No. Okay. I, got, I got another cool story. The Star Wars themed hotel that, you know, I've been talking about with you and the listeners uh, called Galaxy's Edge in Disney Highway Studios. Or excuse me, well, right there. It's going to open up to Disney Highway Studios. Uh, guests, uh, you're going to be totally immersed into the story. You're going to be able to experience the Star Wars story there at the hotel. And, and, and coming from the article, it says, you know, the first of its kind resort. And this really is the first of a kind resort. This is a an immersive role-playing environment this is live action role playing everything when i was a kid you know playing D and and tmnt oh right like yeah you know just imagining that you're these characters in this world right first of its kind will combine a luxury uh, will combine luxury with complete immersion into an authentic star wars story guest journey uh, journey through space will start when everyone departs together for a multi-day star wars adventure by boarding a starship alive with characters and stories that unfold all around them during a voyage throughout the galaxy. Every room in the hotel, Vicky, will have a viewing window directly into space. I think that's cool. I've always wanted to go into space. Um, and the closest I got was when I flew in a T-38. All, and that's the closest I'll ever get. You don't want to I ride was your a, Tesla up there? I was a, so, yeah, Starman. How cool is that in his car? And they're actually using a, a Eli Musk from a, the, one of the spacesuits that his organization created oh, that's a wow. legit spacesuit that they sent up there that's cool so usually for that payload to test the rockets you know that's the biggest rocket since uh the saturn v and so to test the rockets as far as like controlling the payload and the weight and seeing you know seeing the liftoff uh how how effective uh or stable the payload was and how effective the rocket was in boosting that payload into space usually they use like cinder blocks and and weight and things like that or, i shouldn't say cinder blocks they use some form measurement of these of these big heavy blocks that they stack and put in there to simulate a satellite. But Eli Musk was like, "Hey, let's put one of my Teslas in there for, to promote my Teslas, right? And put the guy, That's put someone hilarious. driving it with the spacesuit on, and it's going to be our spacesuits that we're going to use when we send people to the moon and Mars." Eli Musk, man, dude's a genius, and way to promote his Tesla, right? I mean, he has a Tesla. It was hilarious. It's going to circle the moon and go to Mars. Well, I also. This is not as cool as the Tesla, but for the first time ever, they played badminton in space. Really? Yeah, they were. Um, it, it was hard, though, because you know how the, 
gravity's fighting you. I would be that guy that would just hit it away from the person and they were watch having it. fun though it was fun to watch how do you play badminton in space they were doing it well, what's what's that little ball calls i call it a bad a birdie. a birdie so you know that birdie is traveling roughly around twenty thousand miles an hour <laughs> at you actually i guess technically it'd be even faster if you hit it towards the person i don't well they were like bouncing it off a wall because they were standing next to each other it's not like normal oh so it's inside the space station yeah okay i thought we were talking like outside, when they're doing a spacewalk no. outside the space station no not outside the space station Anywho. So cool. So every room in the hotel, like I was telling you, is going to have a direct window into space. All the resort guests will be active citizens of the galaxy and are encouraged to dress the part, which is great. So I had heard, though, that you were able to, like, the rumor was you were going to be able to buy, like, costume. Um, I wonder if they're going to do the exact same thing. Because that's what Jeff and I talked about uh, a long time ago. It was supposed to be, like, an extra 200 bucks on your stay. Or something like that. But this resort, you will lead directly into the Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios, by the way. So it's going to open right up to the parks. Just like out in Disneyland in California Adventure. This is going to be great, man. I, I can't wait for this resort to be completed. Jeff and I have already said, we're going to go down there for one night, no matter how expensive. You're going to split the cost. Yep. So you're getting a raise because um, you're going to need a raise. Because <laughs> well, no, I thought they said 900 bucks a night. Well, see, I, so I don't, now I'm questioning all that because, I mean, obviously that was all rumor, but it was, is there such thing as factual rumor? <laughs> I don't. Well, because but some of those. That was for the whole immersive high. experience with, with the costumes, with playing in the game. That was the initial that we had heard, the rumor that we had heard. I don't, I don't know now. You know, I don't, I don't well, know. Some highfalutin uh, resorts are like eight and nine hundred dollars right. a night, so it's very possible. Military discount, you knock off, you'll be knocking 40 off that. Split that with someone else. Shoot, if we can get Dave to come, you to come, and I mean, we could, we could split it, right? Four or five ways. Because you know, I'm dying to go. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. Dave Burton, if you're listening, I'm gonna give Nick your name so that you can get him because they're the ones that have the Star Wars parties every time that the movie's coming out. Is this Dave, a friend of yours? Yeah, and he listens to the show. Sometimes. I don't share beds, buddy. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant... It's a joke. He would love it as much as you would. What do you think we all do when we all... Like Dave and I and all of us guys when one we go you out and... on top of the blankets and one of you right, you, do, you do. You do. It's like a, it's like an infinity like... You, you kind bring of, your own blanket for the top person. No, it's funny. It's someone calls someone calls the comfort. The other guy calls the sheet. It's That's like bro code. For real? Oh, I ain't kidding. Yes. Yeah. It's cold in those rooms. No, you, you can't be touching each other. It's already awkward that you're in the same bed. <laughs> Like when Dave and I, last time we went out to Anaheim together. Uh, I thought you were with Aaron. We were, but it was, what was it? We were with we were with Pam Sisson. Oh, okay. So the girls slept together. Because it would be kind of weird, right? Dave slept with Pam. It's not his wife. Yeah, that would definitely be weird. So I remember exactly Dave looking at, we were thinking the exact same thing. Who's taking comfort? Who's taking the sheet, right? <laughs> and we slept at the very edge of the bed. You guys. Anywho. It wasn't until the following day, because Pam ended up, I believe, staying somewhere else a couple days later. So Dave had his own room, and then Aaron and I had our own room. It was like a, it was a suite. So it was a honeymoon. Yeah, that's when I rolled over and I'm like, I hate running, honey. I'm, I quit. I quit. Yeah, I quit. No. I quit. So Disney Magic crew members share the magic of storytelling with military families. This is super cool. On February fourth, um, they had a special event for the U.S. Coast Guard Air Station in Miami and the Disney crew members from the Disney Magic cruise ship and the Blue Star families came and they had book they're calling it books for the bases and they had all these books and military families came there and they read stories to them and the kids each got to take five books home 
So I imagine that's a pretty cool deal because these kids probably don't get to go buy hardback books very often. And Disney I, books? Some of them are Disney books. Oh, and they got to bring home a Disney stuffed animal. And these were Disney volunteers, you know, with the ears. E-A-R-S. Volunteers. I just thought it was really cool. I mean, we're really big into stories. And before we go much farther, um, I want to apologize. I just realized we did not tell you why you're not hearing Chrissy. So last week, Chrissy was sick, but she texted us right before we started recording, and now her son, Michael, is sick. This flu stuff is nasty. She said, she texted me a minute ago and said she'll let us know what he has, but she thinks he just has an ear infection, but he didn't even want to stay for student council because he was so, in so much pain. So I didn't want to let them wonder, what happened to Chrissy? One of my one of my buddies in the military, you know, we were talking over this past weekend. His dad was admitted into the hospital. ICU, kidney shut down and everything. I mean, this stuff insane. Is no joke. A second grade teacher in Texas. Aaron told me this. Yes, thirty-eight years old. Caught A and B influenza. Yep, and and her body shut down and she died on Sunday. Oh, she did die. Yes. Oh, last I heard that she was in critical care. No, she died, and she leaves behind a ten and a seven-year-old and a husband. Oh my god. And he gosh. said he couldn't even imagine it. So people were serious. I know we told said this last week, but if it gets too prolonged, go to the hospital. For your family's sake, you don't want anybody to die from something like this. They said this is um, as bad as the bird flu at this point. Man. So you know when we had Philip Kinsey on uh, our show a handful of years ago, ago. Dark Side of Disney, author of Dark Side of Disney. So he opened up my world to actually, so, so it initially started with him. He wrote a book called Dark Side of Disney. We had him on the show. He explained it and he introduced me to Philip Swift. And Philip Swift produced a documentary based off of Kinsey's book, Dark Side of Disney, which led him to Disneyland and Disney World, all the weird and strange things that take place at Disney World and Disneyland. One thing about Disneyland, so you know, California is huge with biker gangs, right? I mean, biker gangs are all over the place, but we have a lot of biker gangs in, in Cali. I mean, I every time I go out there, you, you see them all over the place. and Because it, it's warm and they can right. ride on their bikes. So... And I'm not saying bad biker gangs. I'm just saying biker gangs. There's nothing wrong with a gang. I'm just saying right. that word. Uh, so if you are a biker right now and you're listening to our show, good on you, right? Be safe. I saw this headline out there, and it reminded me of Philip Swift's documentary when he had a part on Disneyland social clubs over there in DL, right? You really don't see that too often at Walt Disney World, but there are specific social clubs at Disneyland, and they're, they're a very, very tight community. You know, to get into some of these clubs, it's just like any other biker gang, like a fraternity, right? Or sorority. There are the groups out there at Disneyland that have, right, and they have vests and pins and they have the patches on in the back and on the front and stuff, and it's their social club or social gang. Okay. And all they do is tour the parks, right? And they do good things, too, like raise money oh, for awareness nice. for, for whatever. And, but I saw this headline, why are Disneyland social clubs suing each other? And so I'm like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, that is I knew there was a thing out in DL with social clubs and these gangs that walk around Disneyland and California Adventure. And they've always been very intriguing because uh, the characters themselves, some of them can get uh, really radical in the way they, I shouldn't say radical, they're very uh, passionate about Walt and, and Disneyland and everything he represented, right, with just the tattoos and the Disney piercings. Right. And they're marked, right? They are marked with, it doesn't say thug life on their on their abs, it says Diz Life on their abs. So I'm reading this article 
And I see, you know, back in 2016, there's this social club called the Main Street Fire Station 55. And they were planning, they planned a September 11th walk and fundraiser inside Disneyland. So, you know, I was telling you that they do a lot of fundraisers to benefit families of victims of 9-11 terrorist attacks. Well, according to this lawsuit that was filed in Orange County Superior Court in September of 2017, uh, John Sarno, one of the founders of the Main Street Fire Station 55, was approached by Jacob Fight. Now, he's ahead of the White Rabbits, all right? Uh, right, your eyes just went up like, you're going to call your social club the White Rabbits? It's from Alice in Wonderland. It is. I would have chose something completely different. Would not have chose White Rabbits. Mad Hatter. You know, or something. Yeah, Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatters. Right. Something different because let's. When I first read this, you know, Maybe and that was the. But when I when I first read this and I, I found out the name of their social group was the White Rabbits. Not to be judgmental, but what are you thinking? Honestly, the first thing that came to my mind was that they're over a certain age and they have white hair, like silver, like they're senior citizens. I hope you're right. All four of his fellow members allegedly, okay, so Fight demanded $500 to protect the participants at the event and threatened if they didn't pay, right? Fight and the White Rabbits would make sure that Sarno never was never able to get into the theme parks again. So this other club, if I'm reading this right, wanted to ensure the protection of this other white social, yeah, social club and said you need to pay $500. So Fight demanded $500 to protect the participants at the event. So at the event, I guess. I'm still kind of... This is sketchy. Yeah, so anyway. Sarno did not pay and the event went on as planned. Sarno, Sarno claims that ever since, Fight and the White Rabbits have been spreading malicious rumors about him online. When Sarno announced plans for a 2017 walk, the harassment, so this is going back, the harassments escalated prompting Sarno to file the lawsuit. So I don't know. I want to know what those escalated events were. But in addition to this, the 19 members of the White Rabbits, the lawsuit also names Disneyland and Kaiser Foundation, the health plan. Kaiser allegedly released Sarno's medical information to fight. So it thickens, right? Who then provided it to unauthorized users. So now we the plot thickens where we have this third party who's teaming up with this other social club and giving them medical information on, I guess, the leader of the other social club. So it's just really getting crazy. So those social clubs out there, they're very dedicated. Is there an Alice in Wonderland? I'm just kidding. No, there isn't. Um, if you had a social club, though, what would you name it? I like this one. There's one called the Sons of Anakin. That's kind of cool. It has nothing to do with Disney. Are you kidding me? Darth Vader. His name's Anakin. Oh, I'm so sorry. Anakin Skywalker. Star Wars. What was I thinking? All started with him. The Metachlorian, right? What about if we had a club called the Knights of Ren? I want to be the Country Bears. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to think of I know. One. I kind of like the Knights of Ren. Well, it sounds like a club. Mine sounds like more fun. You know, Kylo Ren, the Knights of... Okay. Gotcha. All right, I didn't know if you knew. You're not really Star Wars savvy. No, I know, but you talk enough about Kylo Ren and how much you like him, so I, I do know about him. What else could you call a, a social group? Using I, w- Disney. I would make it Disney. I want our listeners to text in 407-674-0414. If you were in charge of your own social club there in Disneyland or Disney World, what would you call your group? I think I'm going to call mine the Knights of Ren. It'll be interesting to see what we get. It will be. I hope you will actually text in. I know our friend Jim will and Andrew and who's... Lee. Lee. Yeah. Well, Lee. At least Lee's have, from Cali. At least from you guys, I should be expecting a group name. So I don't know where this fight guy, Jacob Fight, who's the leader of the White Rabbits, is going to demand $500 
from this other social club to protect their participants. That's like mafia stuff going on right there. Well, maybe they're bringing back the mafia. Who knows? The Dismoth? Yeah, there you go. All right, what do you got? So details uh, were announced about the Guardians of the Galaxy attraction at Epcot, and this is my bad, and you may have known different. I don't think I realized this when we were reporting before. I assumed that the Guardians of the Galaxy at Disneyland was going to be similar to what they were doing for us at Disney World. But instead, because all they did was transform the Tower of Terror in Disneyland, right? Into the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Yeah, the whole theming and everything is different. Correct. And the well, inside and out. Um, the one at Epcot's going to have the longest enclosed uh, roller coaster in the world. Yeah, I, I did see that. I there was no way they were going to get rid... Well, of course, people in Disneyland probably saying the same thing. There's no way you're going to get rid of the Tower of Terror. I think at Disney World, there would be more of an uproar if you got rid of Tower of Terror. Well, it's a huge thing. And right now, to take that out of Hollywood Studios would be horrible. And I saw something this week. I don't know if you saw this. There is no plan of of changing the Hollywood Studios name at this time. Now, I thought it was going to be called Cinemagine. Uh, this past week, I, I had a buzz over my phone with a headline... That said, Hollywood Studios now renamed Cinemagine, just voted on. It said that they confirmed about a week ago now that the long rumor name change for Disney's Hollywood Studios is no longer on the table, at least for the foreseeable future. Because I was joking with you, Wednesday night we booked that vacation yes. at your church, <laughs> and there you are. your church is going through a name change, right. and I said, hey, just call it uh, Church of Cinemagine or something. There I was joking go. with right, you. Right, right. No, I know. So in a, a post on the official Disney Parks blog, Disney said in response to questions we've been receiving, we also want to let fans know that the Disney's Hollywood Studio name will remain the same for the foreseeable future since we are immersing our guests in a place where imagined worlds of Hollywood unfold around them from movies and music to television and theater. Names such as Disney Hollywood Adventure were thought to be likely candidates, but it now seems that Disney will move forward without rebranding. So, am I wrong? Didn't we see... I could be wrong, but didn't they put something out for the guess to vote on a possible yes, name change they did that was from disney they did but they're right that's going to cost a lot of money so to now they're saying let's just keep it right because it makes sense with what they're building around i mean it goes along with the whole hollywood idea that, i mean music theater movies you know we still wish we had the movie the great movie right but we won't get into that because i know how much you, you love mean that. i as in you not me right so don't right. say we i know all we, right. We, my family. But what, since we're on Hollywood Studios, I'd like to talk about the, the Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Originally, they said that it wasn't going to come out till the 50th anniversary. Do you remember this? Yeah. It's now going to come out 2019, which makes me very, very, very happy. Because I was sad that it was going to just sit there, this empty carcass of a building. I mean, I know they're using it to put shows on, but it, I love that Did concept. you see? Did you see the headline with the Disney streaming service? In the list of content? No. Okay. Oh, you didn't? Okay. So here's the current state slate of films, by the way, because we were wondering if they're going to have their own Disney streaming service. Please tell us that you're going to unlock everything, bring everything out of the vault, which we still don't know. You right. know, they may only show Beauty and the Beast in 2017, but not for the next four. You know what I'm saying? Like, just something like that. Well, they'll show one animated film for one year, and maybe it doesn't come back out on the streaming service for another four years or something. Who knows? But here's a list so far. Of, of, of what we see. Lady and the Tramp, The Paper Magician, uh, we have Stargirl, uh, Magic Camp, Three Men and a Baby, Sword in the Stone, Timmy Failure. Those are just some so far. There's only about two of them that I would watch here on this list out of the five or six that I just mentioned. I hope they beef it up. Beef it up, Disney. 
as you know the old grandma would say when I was growing up watching those commercials. Where's the beef? Right? Yeah, that's she, all I'm she saying. She didn't say it so high. Oh, that's right. She, Where's the beef? Yeah. She, yeah. Is, she is a crotchety old woman. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Yes, yeah. A what woman? A crotchety. A crotchety. I think that's a word. Crotchety. I'm back on the rose gold cupcakes. Oh, back. Why are we going back there? Because it's the guide to the rose gold cupcake. How long are we going to milk this? The different flavors. Because I want one of these rose gold cupcakes. We need to go. Order one. Have someone freeze dry it or put in some dry ice and send it to you via So it's a vanilla cupcake with a hazelnut swirl on the top and rose gold buttercream fondant ears and edible glitter and chocolate pearls. I don't know. I just, it looked good. I wanted to talk about it. They also have strawberry rose gold cupcakes they can now be found at the trolley car cafe which i know is a sad sad thing for chrissy's husband mike because he used to work at that when it was a toy store and main street bakery has red velvet swirl rose gold cupcake I'm, I'm how much are those all is worth i'm Do sure we know? they're like 5.95 something like that is typically is that what they are that's what i'm not cupcakes. a cu- i don't buy cupcake i'm not a i'm not a sweet of cupcakes i'm not a sweet person Right? I'm not into the sweets. I I don't know. I There are some things Disney does amazingly well. And let's be honest, there are some things that Disney does not do well, well at all. There's so many things that they have that, and I know that like, no one likes the word moist, but some of the cupcakes are dry. And the really? worst thing you can get is a dry cupcake. Are they? Oh, I've had some before. Yeah. They've been sitting all day? Well... Uh, we had an Olaf cupcake. The icing was oh, incredible. Oh, yes, yes. It I, was like marshmallow cream, but the cupcake. Did you get that at the ABC? I did. Commissary? I did. Because they were, had a, a lot of those, a boatload of those a few years ago. Right. Over there. Gasparilla um, Island Grill. Do you know where that is in Grand Floridian? Mm-mm. They also. Have them. Have rose gold. Of course, they had to put it in the Grand Floridian. All right, I'll leave you alone. No, no, it's all good. I, I, what was I going to mention to you? Oh, yeah, the Rice Krispies. I think that's one thing they don't do well at all. Really? We love yeah. those. The ri- really? Yeah. The, the little Rice Krispie treats that they, they make? They don't taste like the ones when you make them from home, but they're Those good. are the best. The ones you make from home are the well, best. Well, yeah, because you use real butter. I don't know that they use real butter. It's They're always hard as a rock. Like, you can make a house out of bricks or out of them like because they're like bricks. <laughs> they really are. He's going to make his house out of bricks. What, how, what did you make your house out of? Sticks. What did you uh, I'm just kidding. Well, you know, the icing is always hard as a rock, too, on top of them. You, you get know, icing? I get the chocolate-dipped well, ones. You can get, well, no matter what it is, whatever the topping is, it always seems to be hard as a rock. Uh, we've talked about in the past charging stations within the park and the various kiosks, right? Here's one thing. They need uh, more. And I forgot that Guest Relations did this until I saw this headline. It's like, oh, yeah, I, they, they did do this for us, and I, and I totally forgot I've never used them, but maybe you have, listeners. Guest relations at Magic Kingdom will no longer charge your mobile device. Uh, And that was last, what, Sunday, I believe, is when they stopped. The same day they raised the prices. Yeah, so last Sunday, um, you, the guest, and and us as well, will no longer be able to leave your mobile phone or your devices at guest relations to be charged. I totally forgot you could do this. Leave it and say, hey, can you charge this? I'll be back. I didn't know you could. Uh, guests will have the ability to charge their devices here. And I'll, I'll, and I'll tell you guys here in these following locations. Um, Rapunzel's Village right there. Um, and I'll tell you the ones that are the light traffic and the heavy traffic. All right. Which ones are most popular and least popular? Uh, Rapunzel's Village. I've always found too many people to be right there. And they know where they're at and plug them in. Um, Tomorrowland. 
uh, light and power company by space, the Space Mountain Shop. Not too bad. Steady though. Pete's Silly Sideshow. I haven't tried it over there. I really haven't looked over there to, be, to begin with to let you guys know. Um, let's see here. We're looking over at Magic Kingdom kiosk locations. Tomorrow, or I talked about Tomorrowland. Pecos Bill. That always seems to be a good one right there at the, the Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Big Top Souvenirs by far the best location to charge your devices. There, It's like a charging farm over there. And it's really not too crowded. But even when it is crowded, it's not bad at all. It's at the very back of the park. Very rarely do you have too many people back there. Curtain Call Collectibles and Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. Cosmic Rays is good luck. That's all I'm going to say. Charging your device. Seriously. I uh, never saw anything in there to charge. Last I, time I was out there, um, you, you couldn't get you couldn't get a charging port. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out at you. Deleted. Uh, did you check out the deleted musical opening scene from Disney's uh, I Pixar's Coco? I did. That's Coco? the next thing I had pulled up. Um, so I initially thought, is this just something Disney's wanting to throw out there just for hype or really was it a deleted scene but you know from the video it seems to be like a concept video so yeah I think maybe this actually was deleted it's all right it's pretty cool um let's see here 13,000 of pounds of clothing was donated uh after the the marathon you know we talked about this how people just dump their clothes you talked about yeah I asked if you wash them did you talk about this already with the 13,000 pounds no but you talked about donating them last time, Yeah, I wanted right? to know if they got donated, and you guys said so they got washed. So there's your answer. Over 13,000 pounds. That's awesome. Is that with or without sweat? That's gross. I know. All right. You ready? I'm ready. You're looking? Imagineers donate their personal artwork to help save the Sumatran rhinos. Did you know this? What, what kind of personal artwork do they say? Yes, I'm going to tell you the author's name. I mean, the author's name. The, the me- illustrator's names. But I mean, like, what, uh, what type of They're media? They're actually of... Rhinos. These off these uh, illustrators, Imagineers, Joe Rowe Hyde, Morgan Richardson, and Zalt Horme. They joined the Indonesian artists and wildlife photography in contributing artwork to the Sumatran Rhino Art Exhibition in Indonesia, and um, they're they're trying to save them because so they're only, photographs. They're paintings of photographs. Oh, I can show them to you minute. if you paintings want. Paintings of Here. okay. Like, oh, got it. Got it. So you know how somebody takes a picture and then you try to re. So can I take a picture of a painting and sell it? <laughs> that would be, that'd be so easy, right? I do not know, but the people are killing the Sumatran rhinos, and there is only I want to say less than a hundred left. And so Disney thought that they would get with this, so they've got their Imagineers that are donating their work, the money of it, so that they can sell it, and then the money that they make can be used for the rhino preservation and i wonder i was wondering if um don't we have rhinos at animal kingdom i thought we did i really can't remember but i don't know back if it's there the, rhino. back there uh kilimanjaro safari right that's what i was talking about i think you might actually but um, anyways i didn't know if they were going to start breeding them there because i know that they breed some of the animals in that they, that little uh oh it's a building when you you pass when you're on rafiki's planet train and they were telling us they're like back there right now we're mating elephants to get you want to talk about the labor negotiations? I don't know anything about the in... labor negotiations, so you better talk about that. No, it's all good. Disney, they are negotiating on a proposed contract that would have given a 3% raise per year for the next two years of a combined 6%. I guess that's decent, right, Vexter? I mean, it's better than what we get, but I, I mean... I was going to say, we're getting nothing, so yes. We've got nothing the last, it's, I don't know how many it's years. Better. But, oh yeah, and Oh, yeah, and then that one year they gave us a 7% increase when we hadn't gotten a raise in a handful of years, and they say it's good. Uh, let's see here. So it would immediately bring an increase to the hourly wage up at least 50 cents per hour. 
plus a $200 bonus uh, for tipped and uh, full-time employees. Walt Disney World employees said that they voted against the contract because they feel that Disney, that they deserve higher wages and should not have to struggle financially to con constantly make ends meet. I get that, but you're working at a theme park. You know, it's not like this is going to pay out uh, the mortgage or anything. I mean, if you're working at a theme park, you can't expect to make, you know, 20-something dollars. And live in Golden Oak. Right. Well, you know what I'm saying? No, I do. Know I mean, I guess like your management and your your full-time employees that maybe run a land or a specific territory within each land, you know, and oversee different retail shops and things like that, uh, maybe pulling in forty, fifty thousand dollars But I mean, the part-time employees, though, uh, you're at a theme park. Yeah, I know. You know? I, I always wonder how some of them live, and you know that's their livelihood. But, and they don't have to work those 12-hour shifts you know they're they're probably forced to work those 10 12-hour shifts but you're not forced to work at disney world um but at the same time disney makes enough money give them what they deserve i will say pay your cast members as much as you can because that's going to relate to your experience vic while you're in the park and mine and the listeners paid well happy cast members happy guests right. it all trickles downhill of course i mean if you have a problem and a cast member is trying to fix it for you, they're not going to go above and beyond if they don't feel valued, you know, or appreciated or even worth what they're making, right? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Uh, so Disney pay them. I, I hope you do. Uh, Disney debated that they are already paying workers almost $2 per hour more than Florida's minimum wage. Last month, uh, Chairman CEO Bob Iger announced that the company would be directing approximately $125 million to the cast members. And we all talked about this with the $1,000 cash bonuses overspread across 125,000 employees. Uh, the company also announced $50 million investment into a new education program. We talked about that as well for the employees. But I would say give them more. You know, don't be that organization like Walmart that yeah. has gotten a bad rap for treating their employees like crap. So I'm saying, like, as a cast member... Don't expect too much. It is what it is. But at the same time, I look at the other side of the fence and I'm like, it, it, that's exactly that. It is what it is. And they work at the best theme park in the world. So pay your cast members more so they treat their customers more. And any, you know, any, if you want to make money with any organization, it's all about the customer service. It is all about the customer service. So pay the cast members. Accordingly. Yes. If you want the good stuff. I just have one more thing, Nick, and that is... Last Friday, they began showing the trailer for A Wrinkle in Time that comes out on March the 9th. Yeah, they're I'm interested showing... in seeing that. Yeah, they're... By the way, I just... Or not Whoopi, but Oprah. Oprah. I'm, I'm curious to see how she, as an actor, plays out. Well, she got an award when she was in The Color Purple. I don't know if you remember that, but mm -hmm. she was a good actress. But, Which was a great movie. Um, it's So they're showing the preview at Hollywood Studios. The way it looked to me was in One Man's Dream. So maybe I guess they're showing... The uh, one man's dream still sometimes, and they're showing the wrinkle in time, or maybe they're showing back to back while they're in there. I don't know. It didn't say much about it, but I thought, how cool if you're there and you want to get a quick preview um, longer than what we see on the computer. And what I mean by that, as far as you know, her acting ability, I don't. It's because I know her as Oprah. Okay? Oh right, that's right. what I'm saying. So like when I see the film. I'm sitting there going to think Oprah. I'm not going to think her character. And so I almost wish that Disney would have casted a, someone that we don't know, like they do for Star Wars. You know, they cast people that you don't know so the characters right. are more believable and you can fall in love with the character. I know her as Oprah, 
So it's going to so, be a hard for you it's to gonna, see. It's going to be it's going to be tough. It was just the, what I saw at the movie theater though was impressive to me because it was a new side of her. You know, and even Reese, Reese Witherspoon's part looks right. You know, and, and her too. It's going to be hard for me to sit there and not see her. Not as, see Witherspoon. I mean, like I don't know. The, uh, what, what is she because playing? this movie has has a lot of potential, and I think it's going to do just fine anyway. It's going to do grand. Right. But I my is Nick's opinion. You pull in people that you don't know. You're, you're gonna the character is gonna be more believable. Yeah, that's that how just, Bridges of Terabithia. It brings watch. added value to the film, in, in my opinion. Right, right. So yeah. Not having well-known characters. Uh, all right, so Orlando International Airport could move to replace TSA with private screeners. Check this one out. Uh, TSA will be holding briefings. Uh, actually, they already held them. We're gonna have to see what the outcome was of that, Vixter. Uh, the airline and airport officials following word that Orlando International Airport, as we know as MCO, when you're booking your trip, is considering replacing TSA screeners with a private company with the airport handling. And so last time I went, I mean, lines are out the wazoo, and I and I'm TSA approved everywhere I fly, and lines are just crazy. The one thing that we thought was interesting was we were in one line and then the other one got shorter so they asked us to move on. Yep, I hate is, it when they do that. Which is no problem, but the lady in the the first line said, oh, you don't need to take your belt off. And then we went over to the next line. It gets, it gets muddy said, at that point. And they said, you did need to take your belt off. And Joey goes, that man said, I said, let's not take off the TSA. No, people. you don't do that. Just do what they said. So here's the thing, I got to complain. So here's my complaint with this. So I'm t- pre-TSA, right? Approved. Right. I get in that line. And they're like, oh, it's it's short on the other side, the non-TSA uh, individuals, right? So we join their line, but you pay extra so you don't have to take off your shoes. So you don't have to take off your belt. So you right. don't... So, but then yet you're told to do all that. So you don't have to pack everything in one bag and get out, or I mean, excuse me, get out all of your electronics. Right. Because if you're TSA approved, no shoes, no, you don't have to do the belt. You don't have to get out all your electronics. In the regular line, you have to. Right. So here I'm in there and everyone else is thinking like, are you kidding me? Like the whole point to go pre-TSA is so you can bypass all this. Correct. And not have to do it. They made every single, it made a lot of people mad. Well, I don't know. I just thought, for one thing, that first line, I was glad to go to the second line because the second line people were a lot nicer. But they said, put your backpack in a bucket. And the other one said, don't put your backpack in a bucket. Just put it straight on the rollers. Don't go through the scanner until your stuff has gone through the scanner. I mean, it was just, right. they were contradicting each other from one line to another. And that was very frustrating for me. So I'll agree with this article. It's, it's saying that well, right now, you know, there are two different checkpoints with virtually no room to expand and that's coming straight from this article and i have to agree with them there is no room to expand it's tight quarters especially if you're paying for the pre-tsa there's that's a little area right over there um airport director phil brown says that uh some of the reason for the increased traffic at the security lines is that very few of the passengers using mco are on connecting flights with mostly leaving or arriving in orlando i I totally agree with that own in part to the city's thriving tourists a community or economy excuse me totally agree with that air airport officials however feel that there are diminished uh, d- d- diminished levels of passenger service part of which is tied to the tsa's efficiency brown adds that nothing has been decided yet but we looked at this three years ago and we've concluded it's time to bring it back up so they're just bringing these talks back up uh, the chairman of the greater orlando aviation authority said in a meeting last month that a vote regarding the tsa situation would be coming at the airport's authorities next meeting which is on the 21st of february so anything that they can do to make it more efficient and effective helpful yeah i'm all for it 
Did you see the new magic bands from Dooney and Burke? The new magic bands? Mm-hmm. And even Mar- so Marvel's Chrissy's got some coming out, not. too. They're awesome. I have to buy one. Like, I never thought I'd buy anything Dooney and Burke. But uh, here are some pretty cool ones. There are some Nightmare Before Christmas new magic bands. We have the Lion King. We have the Little Mermaid, as I'm showing you right here, Vixter. Yeah, they're cute. It's got Ariel and Simba and all that good stuff. The Dooney and Burke ones even come with the Dooney and Burke tab, like the pass holder tabs, oh, wow. you know? You can put on the pass holders. A little fancy. Right, right, right. Um, It's a cream colored and it's awesome. And and what's cool about this one, it's a travel themed with like compasses on it, like a compass rose all over it, like a map. It's a cream colored magic band. It will be available in a limited release by Dooney and Burke. It comes in this really cool open and close. Look at this box. Like it's a jewelry box. Not the kind you pull up from. So it's like a wood one? I don't know if it's wood. It looks kind of like it. But I mean, it's it's not colored pictures. It comes in a suitcase themed specialty box. And can only be purchased at the theme parks. Of course. Okay. In Walt Disney World for $48 plus tax. That is a very expensive magic band. It better actually have the Dooney and Burke leather going around it. (laughs) Why not? That would really upsell this band. I would be afraid though. If it popped off and you lost it, that would be a lot of money. They also have a Cinderella one that you can see. It's the Disney Prince, uh, Princess Half Merit. That, they, that was offered, excuse me, at the Disney Princess Half Marathon uh, weekend. So it's got your Snow White and uh, let's see your Cinderella. There's also Peter Pan and Black Panther. I don't think the Black Panther one's going to sell that well, to be honest with you. Uh, the superhero ones, I don't think do well. That's my own opinion. Well, they're not, you don't see any of those characters in the park. No, 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 no. Yeah, you don't. Um, let's see Unless you're here. just wanting it because you're a superhero fan. No, I can't wait to see the movie Black Panther. That, mo- that movie looks awesome. Have you seen previews for that? No, I have not. thing looks amazing. comes out, I believe it hits February 16th. So right around the corner, by the way. That's pretty cool. Yep, that's all I have as far as news, Fixture. You have some history for us, right? I do. Okay, so listeners, let's tell Vicky, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. February 11, 2013 was the beginning of True Love Week. It was a tapestry of romance woven through the Walt Disney World Resort for a limited time. Valentine's Day merchandise and special entertainment to romantic dinners for two and new themed photo locations. And it ran through February 17th. I don't know if they still do that, but I just thought it was cool. I mean, sometimes you just need some alone time and we've talked about taking couples trip i mean that would be a perfect time to take a couple just talking to anthony the other day well last night i said hey man you know i would love uh since the march trip to disney world's falling through right i I was like man let's uh let's do a couples trip all of us you know, go to a resort, like like, uh, like the movie. What was that movie? Couples Retreat. Couples Retreat or a resort or whatever. Yeah, we're not doing what's in that movie. <laughs> what? what? Oh, like that type of re- yes. resort? Yeah. What did he say? That was a swinging trip. Like motivation. Is, was it really? <laughs> I believe so. No, it wasn't. Yeah, was somebody, it? I never watched the whole movie. It's though. not. We got we to gotta go back and rent it. Or okay. rent it. Listen to me. Rent it. Stream it and watch it. Watch it on Put Locker. <laughs> What? Put Locker. That's what Joey watches. What's movies. that? It's some website that always has the. Are we showing our age? Newest movies out. Oh, I go to Showbox. It's a Russian. Oh, okay. Uh, website or app for your phone probably has all my information by now. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah. It knows how tall you are, what your ethnicity, da. how many language you speak. Da <laughs> February 12, 2009, as part of the massive grand opening of the new American Idol Experience attraction at Disney's Hollywood Studios, American Idol winners David Cook and Carrie Underwood get to sing a duet 
at the media's inside the new attractions theater. How nice. I know, you're thrilled, but I thought it was cool. February 13, 1969, a recording session takes place at Walt Disney Productions for, do you know what it's for? No, but that's a great year. Yes, I know it was. Uh, for the much-anticipated Haunted Mansion attraction. Oh, nice. So they were recording it. And an improvisation of the Grim Grinning Ghost theme is recorded with soprano Louis Jean Norman and tenor Bill Reeves performing as hokey opera singers. February 14th, 2013, Walt Disney World celebrates Valentine's Day with love songs and a mass wedding. Vow renewal at the foot of the Cinderella Castle. 50 couples selected through a promotion on the official Disney's Parks blog gathered at the Disney Princess Snow White, Cinderella, and Aurora and their respective princes performed on stage alongside Mickey and Minnie. That would have been pretty cool, though. I would like to renew my vows there. That'd be awesome. I wonder how much that costs or if they charged them. February 15th, 1950. Disney's animated feature film Cinderella is released. The 12th of the Walt Disney animated classic series. The film is based on the fairy tale Cinderillion by Charles Perrault. So going back to your last one and how much it would cost yeah. to renew your vows, probably went up $4. Because everything else went up $4. <laughs> no, I was just curious if they I'm chose joking. them, like if they took hardship cases or whatever and they just did it as a promotion and they didn't charge them. Yeah. That would be fun. February 16th, 1994. Disney. Another great year. <laughs> Disney. That's when I got married. Disney commits 500000 to... Hey, actually, that's Sorry. the day I got engaged. Sorry, Brad. I'm pretty sure. No, it's not. Sorry. Uh-oh. Sorry, honey. Uh-oh, Brad. Tomorrow will be our 24th. He's going to leave that one years. in. He ain't going to cut that out. Yeah, I know. Disney commits 500000 to create goals, a program designed to offer organized athletes, supplementary education and community service to local underprivileged youth. I always like to report on stuff that Disney does that helps out the underdog. February 17th, 1998 is when they first did the construction on Rock and Roller Coaster. Another great year. What was 1998 for for you? Isn't that when they built Animal Kingdom? It was. Good good call. But it was not till April when they opened. February 18th, 2000, a new fireworks show entitled Believe There's Magic in the Stars officially debuted in Disneyland. It has been created especially for the park's 45th anniversary. And the last one for this week is February 19th, 2007. They had Engineers Week at Disney, an event to raise public awareness of engineers' positive contributions to our quality of life and the importance of math, science, and technical literacy begins at Epcot's Innoventions West on President's Day. We had a lot of good stuff this week. Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I mean, very diverse in topics. Well, I was trying for the history because sometimes the history can get boring, but this time there was a a plethora of things to choose from. So what's coming next so we can tell the listeners? Do you want to talk about fast passes, Vic? Or do you want to go with like uh, a handful of things that you should do It's up to you. Before you die kind of thing? I don't know. At Disney, at Disney World, I guess. I don't Disney know. Disney World bucket list. You want to talk about, I don't know. Listeners, let's say here. Let's, let's just... Let's just say fast passes. Okay, let's say fast passes. Fast passes. Let's, uh, listeners, tune in for Friday's episode. We're going to be talking about fast passes, what how to use you? them. Yeah. How to utilize them. How to... Get the most for your... Yeah, just being smart with time. them, right? Exactly. Yeah. Check that one out. Vicky and I will throw down some of our experiences and some of our knowledge of using the fast pass system and getting the most bang for your buck. Go ahead and listen to that on Friday. So there you go. We just decided to do that, Vicky. All right. Okay. As always, listeners, if you're looking to book your next Disney vacation, go ahead and contact us, 407-674-0414. Give us an email, 
mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. We've had quite a few responses. I'm yes, we pleasantly have. surprised, excited, Vic. actually. Uh, people that have been listening to the show are like, yeah, you guys are booking now? Okay. Let's, you crazy let's, people, we're going to let you book our crazy trip. Let's make it happen. I can't believe they trust me. <laughs> anyway, no, you can trust us. You're a us. trustworthy guy. He works for the government. Yeah, hey, my name's Nick, right? Nick's your friend. Nick's your buddy. Nick's your pal. <laughs> right? Anyway. Nick's Sicilian. Thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Vixter, listeners, Chrissy that's not here, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have Have a magical magical day, day, my my friends. friends. Thanks, Vic. That was great. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.